everybody has their own timeline for their wellness journey, whether it's an aha moment or a slow, steady climb all the way to the top. We're all going to get there and we're all going to have a great time doing it. And I'm going to share with you today my story. Welcome to the Vita Sana Integrative Nutrition Podcast, where we explore your health on and off the plate. I'm your host, Maria Aiello, Certified Integrative Nutrition Health Coach and Wellness Warrior. I'm so thankful you're here, so toss aside your past beliefs on nutrition, and let's work together towards a happier, healthier lifestyle. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. Um, I thought that I would use this sort of as a my story slash inspiration slash intro post. I realize that a lot of you probably know me or maybe you knew me in high school or grade school or maybe you don't know me at all and a friend of a friend referred this podcast or maybe you just came across my podcast. Um, So I thought I'd introduce myself a little bit and tell you a little bit about my journey and um, what I've been through going through. So my name is Maria. I currently am living in a seaside town outside of Boston with my husband and two boys. Uh, They are six and three. So I definitely have my hands full. Busy mom. Um, I do run another business as well. And I'm originally from Pennsylvania, just outside of Philly. Um, and my wellness journey has actually, it's never really been like a aha kind of moment. Um, it's been, a long road. It's probably been about 15 or 20 years total so far. Um, and I'm just approaching my 40th birthday now. So that'll tell you how long it's been. So if you're on a journey, it doesn't always have to be fast. And you know, it's, it's about the ride, right? It's not about the final destination. So let's start from the beginning. Um, I found that I was lactose intolerant way, way back in 1993 or 95 or something. It was just when I was coming into high school, so 95. And, um, it, you know, I had talked to my pediatrician at the time. I was young and they didn't really know what was going on. And I ended up self-diagnosing myself and trying what at the time was brand new lactate. Like this was a very undiscussed thing back then. I tried lactate and it worked for me. And so I just went from there. And I think that that's really what started this whole journey is that I realized that a doctor had no idea. So fast forward to um, my early 20s, I was in college and I was having some digestive issues. Um, And I'm not going to go into it all, but I went to a gastroenterologist and they did a colonoscopy and they did all these scopes and tests and everything. And he comes back to me and he goes, well, you know, nothing's wrong with you, which was great, right? But he goes, you just have IBS. And so uh, irritable bowel syndrome. And I'm thinking in my head as an early, in my early 20s, I'm like, okay, well, I don't drink. I only drink a little bit of coffee. I work out. I'm, you know, relatively healthy. What is causing the IBS? And the doctor's like, well, it's just something you deal with. We can give you, you know, um, if you need a modium, you could take that. Or if you need fiber, you should take that. And, you know, he was just telling me these band-aids for this um, syndrome, right? And it just didn't sit well with me. But I was young and I didn't know any better. And I went forward with that. And I had just thought, really, I blamed it on myself. I thought it was my fault. You know, in high school, I had um, disordered eating, 
Um, I took diet pills. You know, I was so young and just really not thinking about my overall wellness and health and was just thinking about, you know, I was always sort of on the chubbier side. Um, I remember in, you know, fifth grade or fourth grade getting weighed and being 145 and lying about it, um, stuff like that. So I always had like disordered eating for sure. And I just blamed it kind of on that and moved forward. And I was still lactose intolerant and I was dealing with it and it was fine. So fast forward even more, um, you know, I always had issues with um, my my gut and everything and just not feeling great. And it was off and on and it really did hinder my lifestyle a little bit where, you know, when I would go out or sleep out overnight or stuff like that, like I wouldn't want to eat because I didn't want to feel sick. So fast forward, you know, I had gotten married and, you know, trying to find a dairy free cake for a wedding cake was horrendous. But I got married and I moved. Oh, no, wait, back up. So before I got married, my husband and I both got food poisoning. We went to a buffet and he got really, really sick. And me, I never got sick, but I didn't feel well. And then it turned out I was having some severe digestive problems about three or four days after where anything I ate would just go right through me. And this lasted for about, I don't know, eight months. I saw the same gastroenterologist from before that gave me the IBS and he said, you know, oh, it's just stress. There's nothing wrong with you. It's fine. It's your IBS, blah, blah, blah. And I just was not taking that for an answer. I knew that something was wrong with my body. Like I was gray. I was losing a lot of weight. Um, And at the time I was like, you know, hey, I look great. But I knew that like I couldn't eat anything because I would just get immediately like sick. Finally, I found a gastroenterologist um, at Jefferson University who was like, you know, listened to what happened and took into account that we had had food poisoning. And she put me on an antibiotic and immediately I felt better. And it was amazing. And the antibiotic, of course, was not covered by my insurance. Um, So it was, you know, $250, I think. So I remember, and this is like a key turning point for me too, is I remember I called my doctor and her assistant answered and I said, should I refill this prescription? And I don't even know if she looked at my paperwork. She just said yes. And then when I went for my follow-up and I had told my doctor, my gastro doctor, that I had refilled this prescription, her eyes were like, oh, crap. She's like, you took it twice? And I'm like, yeah. So after years later, I researched that I probably completely wiped out my gut like my microbiome and my gut, all the bacteria, because that's what this, this antibiotic was wiping out the gut bacteria that had got lodged in there when I had food poisoning. So I did some severe damage to my gut at that point, And I did not know it. Um, you know, and it was an honest mistake, I guess. I mean, could she have checked my chart? Could she have asked my doctor and called me back? Yes. So that was about, that was right before I got married. So I was just about like 28 or 29. Fast forward to 30, I moved up to the Boston area. And all of a sudden, I was just getting very sick. I would eat and get sick, eat and get sick, eat and get sick. And I could not figure it out. Could not figure it out. It was driving me bananas. And um, a good friend of mine, Linda, that worked, she worked at this facility that was doing food um, intolerance testing. 
And this is where my journey started when I was 30. So this has been 10 years of like really drilling down. She goes, Maria, you got to get this test. You know, it's not covered, but it's worth the money. Get this test and it'll show you like of all these hundred foods, which ones you have some sort of intolerance to or uh, like autoimmune reaction or something like that's bothering you. So I send in the blood. I send in, I think it was urine too. And I get back this huge list and there was like four or five things on there that were like skyrocketing of like a reaction. And one of them was eggs and dairy, of course. And so I stopped eating them. Almonds. It was all things that I was eating. And I immediately felt better. And I was like, wow, there's something to this. Like I was having not only gut reactions, but I was having these like autoimmune responses and hives and I was feeling hungover and I was getting headaches and I was having all these responses to these food items and I didn't know until I stopped. Um, So that sort of started my journey on how food can react with your body and how it can really cause inflammation. It could um, make inflammation worse. So, um, you know, that was a, a key point for me. Once I stopped eating eggs and dairy and almonds, I thought, you know, I was in good shape and I was for a while. It was great. Um, still a little bit disordered eating, you know, I would go back and forth from eating really processed to eating really clean, eating boiled chicken or grilled chicken, you know, um, old weightlifters diets. And I, my husband and I were talking about having a baby who, which was my first son, uh, who is now six. And I said, you know, I got to get my stuff together here. Like I, there's no way I can grow a baby, you know, knowing that my body's unhealthy, that I go back and forth between uh, processed foods and clean foods. And I don't even know. So I sought the help of one of my friends um, when I was a personal trainer back in the day, um, I worked with a gentleman named Al who I knew was doing this new thing with um, IIN, which is where I went. So this is where I first got introduced to their um, beliefs and their their teaching system of integrative nutrition. So I knew he was like just starting out as an integrative nutrition um, coach. So I signed up to work with him and we had phone calls. I think they were like weekly or something. And we went through some of these things and he really got me on a regimen of like, cleaning up my health a little bit and understanding how some other things came into play in my life and stuff like that. And long story short, I did fortunately for me end up getting pregnant very quickly, uh, had a beautiful baby and, um, you know, he's six now. So that was my first introduction into um, integrative nutrition. And I I kind of forgot about it. So I was into the life of being a mom. Um, You know, I've always been sort of health conscious. And, you know, I did breastfeed and things like that. Um, You know, um, but I, I still ate very processed. I was being a mom, I was letting myself go. I was very unhappy. I was very overweight. Um, But I still didn't do anything about it. I still I had I started to get a lot of anxiety. Um, I had problems with anxiety pretty regularly. I was having like panic attacks and anxiety. Um, I was still having gut problems. I was still having stomach issues. I was still having autoimmune responses. I was still getting like eczema and rashes and, um, hives, um, from things. And I wasn't sure about it, but you know, I just kept on trekking, you know, I was a mom And so fast forward a little bit longer, we decided we were going to have another baby. And at this point, my anxiety was so bad. 
Um, and I was eating so processed. I was so overweight. I kept trying to work out and I just did not have the motivation. Um, so I did get pregnant with my second, um, and while I was pregnant with him, I had severe, and when I say severe, I mean severe, um, they called it postpartum anxiety, but you can have it while you're pregnant. I had such anxiety that I could not leave the house. I had a really hard time. I cried almost every day of that pregnancy. I felt like I couldn't breathe almost every day of that pregnancy. It was a really hard pregnancy for me. I had a lot of digestive issues. I had a lot of indigestion. I had a lot, a lot of anxiety. Um, fortunately, he was early. He was, um, he was very healthy. Um, he's now three. Um, and a wonderful child. Um, but after he was born, I continued with the postpartum anxiety and it was very, very bad to the point where I finally sought help. I did see a therapist to kind of deal with it and she didn't really help me. She helped me a little bit. She helped me with like some mantras and stuff. And I felt like every time I was going there, I was bringing up more stuff that was giving me more anxiety. So I took a minute and I was like, gosh, you know, I am really overweight. I was like close to 200 pounds. Um, I'm only 5'3". So for me, that was very, very big. It was the biggest I've ever been. I was very unhappy. I still was not making time for myself. It was bad. And I started looking into like processed food. I was like, what am I eating that like, you know, could be, you know, triggering this anxiety. And I started doing some research and I was like, wow, this processed food is making me crazy. So I slowly backed off a little bit of the processed food and I couldn't get rid of it all because I was just in that mindset where I just wasn't ready. So I did finally, um, start getting up at five in the morning and I went to the gym and I thought that that was going to help my anxiety because my therapist had said, you know, move and it'll give endorphins. And it did a little bit, but you know, five o'clock in the morning, by the time you get to 5 PM as a mom, you're like, you're ready to be done. And so, um, it was helping and I got a trainer and that was helping. And that definitely helped. I did lose some weight, but it wasn't until I dropped the, um, processed food that I got rid of the anxiety. I noticed I got this book called healing foods and it was by the medical medium. And I looked at, I looked at what I was eating and I was like, this stuff, it's all giving me anxiety. So I cut it all out. I even cut out caffeine, which I don't normally have anyway, but I cut everything out and I realized that that was the key ingredient for me was this processed stuff. I do drink coffee now, but I drink decaf. Um, just because caffeine makes me feel crazy. And so that was another huge thing for me, realizing that I can control my anxiety with what I was putting into my body, that this was fuel for my body. And what was I fueling it with? What kind of gas was I giving this car? Was I giving it crazy hyped up um, processed junk that was going to make me feel bad? Or was I going to give it whole food that was going to make it feel good? And I can't tell you the amount of people that I think while I've been on this journey have made fun of me. Um, They send me this like video on Facebook. It's like this person scooping air and they're like, oh, look, it's vegan, dairy free, gluten free, blah, blah, blah. And at first it used to hurt my feelings because I thought that they were making fun of me. But now I know that they just don't know. And it's also personal preference. It's a bio individual thing for me. I don't feel good when I eat donuts. I don't 
want to eat junk food. Every once in a while, do I crave it and do I have it? Yes, but I don't feel good when I continuously eat processed food. I don't feel good when I drink alcohol. I don't like to drink alcohol. It's just not for me. And slowly, I just started dropping those people who just couldn't support me for who I was and um, now only go with people who support me who do. Like, you know, there were people who wouldn't invite me out to like happy hour and stuff because I don't drink. And while I get it, I can still have like um, a soda water or a juice or something and hang out and be fun. I don't have to be drunk, you know, or people would go out to breakfast or go to like the donut muffin shop and they would not invite me because I don't eat donuts. That's fine, but I can get a tea and still hang out and chat, you know. So be mindful to people who have different views on eating um, in your life. Know that you should still include them in things and respect their choices. Um, so yeah, so I cut out the processed food and that was huge for me. Um, and I still go back and forth. Some days I'll eat, you know, a lot of bread. Some weeks I'll eat bread for a week and then, you know, go back to um, not so much processed. And, you know, it's such a, uh, I always call it like a toxic food environment. There's so much processed food out there. It's hard to not eat it, but you know, just, you have to do what makes you feel good and, you know, um, know that a lot of processed stuff is not good for your body. So fast forward even farther, um, you know, I started to get my weight under control. I lost about 25, 30 pounds, just eating better, eating more mindfully and but I still wasn't great I was still very tired at the end of the day I still didn't feel good at the end of the day I was having stomach problems um you know just feeling unwell um I was very stressed out I was still having anxiety and then enter IIN um, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition I had recalled you know some of my stuff because I found a paper from when I was um coaching with my friend Al and then I saw one of my friends had enrolled, um, someone I knew um, from my direct sales world. She had enrolled. And I was like, you know what? I've been thinking about this for the last couple months because I found this paper. I'm going to do it. And I enrolled. My husband uh, is amazingly supportive. And he was just like, you know what? Whatever you want to do, do it. So I enrolled. And I started learning more in depth, some of these other things that came into play, like self-care and your career and all these things. So I started implementing things from my um, education and I noticed that my energy skyrocketed and I lost even more weight without even changing my diet. I was losing weight and becoming more toned because I had implemented self-care like meditation. I meditate every single night just for 10 minutes. And I noticed that that keeps my anxiety almost completely gone between the meditation and the no processed food. Um, then I started implementing self-care. Um, I started working out just 30 minutes every morning if I can, you know, sometimes mom life, it doesn't happen. And I noticed that that was getting my energy up. Um, and it was obviously helping me lose weight and get toned. And just recently, I started stretching again. Um, my husband and I, we do like a stretching routine at 15 minutes every night. And so that's a way to spend some quality time with him. We instituted, you know, pre-COVID some date nights, and that was great too. Um, so self-care for me was one of the huge, huge um, ingredients that I needed to balance out my life because the rest of it I felt was very 
balanced as far as relationship and um, social life and joy and, you know, everything else was my career had now changed to um, being in the nutrition field, which is something I'm so passionate about. Um, so I noticed everything else was in balance except for this one thing. So when I, once I changed that, I really felt a tremendous shift in my health. And, um, you know, this whole journey, I just always feel like, not that doctors don't listen, but you have to be your own advocate and you have to really listen to your body. And, and, you know, because when you go to the doctor, they, they don't live with you. They don't know how you feel. They don't know how your body reacts. And if you can advocate for yourself, you can get farther in your wellness and you can feel good all the time. And um, so that's really why I wanted to start in this career field to just help people speed up the journey that I had to kind of figure out on my own and trial and error and just get setback and setback and setback. Um, And I really just don't want that to happen to people because there's just so much out there now that there wasn't 10 years ago when I started my journey. So I would love to hear your wellness stories and your, and your, about your journey. Um, connect with me on Facebook or you can even email me. I would love to hear more about your journey personally. I'm going to try and wrap this up here because it's already been about 20 minutes. Um, but you'll definitely hear more about my journey and um, definitely get some guest appearances from people who have helped me throughout my journey and given me great advice. Uh, I would love to have them give you advice too um, in all fields of meditation and keeping your house clean and, and, um, juicing and all these things and acupuncture, which was huge for me. So we will talk about all this. I would love to hear about your wellness journey. I hope to hear from you soon and be well. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm so happy you're here. Stay well, and I would love to connect with you on social media. You can find me, Maria Aiello, on Instagram or Facebook. You can find Vita Sana on Facebook as well. Um, Or you can hit up my website, vitasana.life, and we can connect there. I'll see you next time.